The ambience shifts, exuding power and authority, as retired President Obama with the Chaos Emeralds takes the stage. Hello, good folks of the podcast world. It's me, your retired President Obama, equipped with the radiant power of the Chaos Emeralds. You might have heard about my recent adventures, like the time I raced at the Daytona 500 or my spirited yet friendly dance-off with Bigfoot. But today isn't about me or my fictional exploits. Today, we're here for a different reason. Welcome to Reality Issues, Episode 61, the climactic conclusion of Season 6, Episode 1. If you've been following Kathy and Brian's discussions in Parts A and B, you're in for a treat with Part C. They're about to bring it all together, intertwining the threads of narratives and ideas in a way only they can. As always, expect deep dives, soulful conversations, and perhaps a touch of the unexpected. So settle down, maybe grab a beverage, and get ready for another enlightening session with our delightful hosts. And oh, just a little plug here. If you've got some time after the show, check out my new fictional book, Emerald Adventures, The Day I Became a Pizza Delivery Guy. It's a heartwarming tale of delivering pies, meeting quirky characters, and discovering that even in an alternative universe, yes, we can. Get your pizza there in 30 minutes or less. Now, without further ado, I present to you the ever-insightful Kathy and Brian. The familiar ambiance sets in, a clear indication of another episode beginning. So now this will get released. Maybe we'll do it on Monday, Wednesday, uh, whatever. Maybe this week it's as it gets released, but it'll be fun. Hello, everyone. Um, We're about to play a song.
you know, Kathy, I like this because it lets us uh, do more music. So why not? Also, no, and I even know how that... how we're gonna uh, end uh, the uh, podcast mm -hmm. with. Uh, have you ever spent the night in jail by the okay. Standells? So that'll be at the end. Okay. Well, we're, we're just letting you know. Perfect. That's how we'll keep finishing off. Uh, <clears throat> you know, everyone always thinks of murder ballads and prison songs, and they go, oh, of course, Johnny Cash and shit, right? Which is fine. Yeah, no, yes. great. But um, you never think about the zombies doing Care of Cell 44 as they're celebrating their beloved getting out of jail soon. So isn't that delightful? No, I, I, had, um, I had never heard that. I'm surprised. No, it's very, you know, I mean, as long as we were doing the Beach Boys earlier, right? May That's as well perfect. keep it rolling. I love it. Um, it was also like a loving homage as much as it was, as it was anything else. So it's funny. As much as it is. I don't know. Satire? So where would you like to continue? Because oh, I yeah. feel like so, we've been going in a few different directions, well, but, and I'm okay with any of them. Let's think about it. Let's see. What are our different uh, branches we had here? Um, we were talking about the law. Well, we could define the different kinds of murder. <laughs> I think that's um, actually... To, 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 to put a cap on anything that we were talking about a minute ago why don't we go ahead and, and deal with that because i think that that's a very fascinating as a person and i know that if you're listening to this you're probably a decent consumer of some true crime uh yeah we content. can we can segue so i think this is a great kind of exactly and there you go so let's Let's so so yeah what is murder exactly well this is actually a great question brian because like no. if you and i actually <laughs> wanted to accidentally kill someone uh, we would have to make sure that we could, uh, yeah, parody redacted. Mm -hmm. um, you see, uh, under homicide, as we were saying, right, like just because there's a body doesn't mean it's a murder, right? right. So yeah. Yeah. murder in the first in New Mexico is defined as the killing of one human being by another without lawful justification or excuse. So let's start there. Without, without okay. lawful justification or excuse. So the moment I meet that, if I can find a lawful justification or excuse, then it will not be murder in the they first They have a gun year. to someone's head, you're cool. They don't, bad. Right. So they're going to tell me when, where, where the will, lawful justification or excuses are. I guarantee that that is defined somewhere right yeah it has to case do. law yeah. so and then oh, that's where yeah, the yeah, yeah. That, that's where and so case law is what courts decide so at some point somebody said i have a lawful justification or excuse and they said well let's hear it then and i'm gonna say yeah he put a gun to my head i i was in self-defense and so down here in case law They've probably started to define what the exceptions are. So here's a depraved mind murder. Here's the discussion about what double jeopardy is. Do you see these things right here? These numbers, yeah. these names? See, it says State v. Dowling. That is because the Supreme Court of New Mexico in State v. Dowling defined what is a deprived mind murder. That is because in State v. Bernal, they defined double jeopardy. Well, they have a year here. This is 2006. It may not be the first time, right, 
They may have clarified it a variety of right, times. See recent. down here, another double jeopardy thing, and they have here years 2012, <laughs> 2010, 2006. This means that courts have gone back and clarified say, yeah, like or added more interesting. about exactly what that means. So, so that if means I'm a that... lawyer, yes. I look at not just what the law says in the encyclopedia up there and the checklist in the recipe book, I also would... If I'm doing my due diligence, I'm looking up these cases and looking up exactly what those fucking courts said about it. And what variances they have and what maybe you could use that. This is like a quick you. summary, right? Yeah. But I wouldn't rely on this if I'm an actual attorney. Right. If I'm actually like trying to defend, if this is like my first homicide case, I wouldn't just be like, oh, okay, I read the notes. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I went online. Like that's what you just, like, you say that to your client or your boss, your district attorney. Notes. You're like, yeah, I went online. He's like, Fuck. this is my attorney. How screwed am I? <laughs> I clicked on a few links, man. Like really, I, I got it. <laughs> yeah. In the year 2000, intent and deliberate intention is defined as, arrived at, or determined upon as a result of careful thought and the weighing of the consideration for and against the proposed course of action. Intent is subjective and is almost always inferred from other facts in the cases. It is rarely established by direct evidence, so defined in State v. Sosa in the year 2000, right? So what that's telling me, right, is if I'm... If I'm someone really trying to get off on a murder case and I'm trying to like fiddle with the word intent and I'm trying to be like, it depends on what the definition of, of is, is. Yeah, that's the joke. The court, yeah, right. The court has basically said, <laughs> don't fucking try it anymore. We're sick of this shit. And in the year 2000, we're like, all right, we're defining <laughs> yes. intent. We're like, like we're well, done with whatever shit. this game was no, that people were playing. Yeah. yeah, we're done. <laughs> They're sick of it. We're going to tell you what the definition of is is right now. We're taking this time right now. to do this. Yeah. And that's exactly what happens, Brian. So if I'm your attorney and you're like, well, it depends on what the definition of is is, I'd be like, Brian, that's a nice try. But the state of New Mexico is already <laughs> Like 23 years ago, it. we already we, 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 we got that fight. stupid 23 years I mean, we can try years. it, bro, yeah. but you're going to lose that one. So we're going to have to come up with something better. Have you tried? I have an alibi. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried i wasn't there that day i was at yeah, work yeah. <laughs> i could prove it do you have Instead that? Of like asking with the status of words <laughs> like do, do we agree that stuff. words mean things or reading no? chess we're probably gonna lose yo like we just... <laughs> i'm gonna get philosophical on the murder, concept of language okay. so much so that i'm gonna win this case <laughs> Well, Gramsci would say, no, no one gives this No, this isn't debate, okay? And Nebuchadnezzar II himself, when codifying the original laws. As it says in the Bible. Four and a half thousand years ago. So, so every yeah. single entry is like this, Brian. I mean, obviously the one for murder is going to probably be a little longer than most, right? Yeah, a lot of... Extra little hanging <laughs> See, so here, it, it just, it's like, here's some general shit about murder. And then down here it goes, 
Uh, here's the whole thing on what it means to be deliberate and premeditated. Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of crucial. Right. So that then then we keep going. Like, what what's mm-hmm. su- what's sufficient oh, evidence of premeditation, right? And so here here they're going. Uh, we we established it because uh, <laughs> they planned ahead. They sent someone. Oh, there's in examples. Clavas. Yeah. They... <laughs> your your honor. Uh, my clients, when having a podcast and making these jokes, they've never done any of this stuff. No. <laughs> what they'll say in court sufficient evidence of deliberate murder where defendant was playing with a folding pocket knife at a party a fight broke out between defendant and the victim the victim ran away bleeding heavily and later died at a hospital <laughs> the thing that happened defendant made movie the statement the that i think i stabbed that fool seven or eight times i stabbed that fool defendant and defendant's friends acted fine like nothing like high-fiving each other Defendant stabbed the victim 13 times in the left side of the chest, and the wounds were consistent with a single-edged knife. The evidence was sufficient to support defendant's conviction of willful and deliberate. Stabbing a person 13 times in the side is not okay in real life, but it is amazing in like a fantasy film. It's like you're killing a goblin. You're like, ah, goblins. See? So so you can see that this entry is quite long, right? So Mm. uh, just keep going. Uh, greatly dangerous acts. What does that mean, right? So, whoa, whoa. so, 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 one of this is like depraved mind murders. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So part of the, so part of greatly dangerous acts, right? This would include something like you know that if you start just shooting off a shotgun in a mall, you're gonna hit someone. Yeah. That's that's just fucking common sense, right? Yeah. So you can't be like, I didn't think I was gonna hit anyone. No, dude, that's a greatly dangerous act, right? That's essentially what the court's saying. It's like, if now you want to kind of be like, I didn't think that the shotgun would actually hit anybody. Like, now you're, again, kind of the same thing. Here, the law is going, that's stupid, right? Yeah, no, that's a greatly dangerous act. We all know that that's exactly what that is. Uh, Defendant must subjectively know of the risk. Yeah, you know that if you shoot off a shotgun in a mall, you're going to have knowledge that that's greatly dangerous to the lives of others. Intoxication may be considered. Were you drunk when you started shooting off these things? But it might not. It may not count for much, right? Does that mean that you were driving a car? Does that mean that you uh, plowed into a playground? Right? Like, what what exactly is the difference? There's an interesting definition there, too. It says, no such crime as attempted depraved mind murder. The crime of attempted depraved mind murder does not exist since in order to convict for such an offense, the jury would have to find the defendant intended to perpetuate or perpetrate an unintentional killing, a logical impossibility. I mean, that tells me what depraved mind murder means now, essentially, and just that, like, anti-definition. Okay. Second degree murder further defined, right? So like manslaughter defined, right? So defenses. So remember where they said at the top, unless you have a good excuse. Yeah. Here are some of the good excuses that have been. Codified? Yeah, essentially. Um, So code means the 30-2-1. Okay. This state v white 1954 that's case law so you take the code and you take case law 
and you kind of smush them together and you and I as attorney and client would be like, well, Brian, let's see what we can come up with to get you off on this murder. Um, were, do you think you were insane? And you might be like, well, I can say that I smoked so much weed that I went insane. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if that's ever been made. No, it, it may not work, <laughs> okay. right? Okay. But what I'm trying to say is, right, like, if insanity is one of these things that might get you off of murder and into the, let's say, manslaughter realm, then let's give it a shot, right? Because mm -hmm. it looks like insanity might work. So how can I get to insanity, right? So I might say, well, were you off meds? And you're like, I don't even take meds. And then you go, aha, see, that's why. Because mm. you're supposed to be. And because you're not on meds, you're and now that you are on meds, you're a much different person, but your honor without these psychoactive drugs, you know, I'm going to give it a shot. I mean, again, I mean, I work. It might come off as too little, too late, hmm. right? Whatever. That's for a jury to decide, right? Huh. Um, so this is this is essentially right now. You and I are role playing a true crime show, right? You're you have a murder charge. Can I get you off on this? This is what they do on Law and Order. What if I was insane? <laughs> well, now you're going to have to fucking prove that, though. That's the problem, right? And it cuts like, to, like, the character's face, and, like, sliding yeah, across and, the screen as they're, like, really thinking hard and maybe kind of yeah. depressed. Yeah. But the thing is, is that, like, well, I mean, do you have a history of mental illness? Have you, like, right? Like, has shit like this happened before to a lesser degree? Like, have you, like... Have you hallucinated in the middle of a mall before and started hacking with a machete at invisible zombies before? Has that happened mm. even without hurting anyone? Yes. Right? Like, because if the answer is no, then, you know, you're not going to be like, oh, I've gone through this a lot. Right? Because you kind of have to prove this shit. You can't just say it. Right? You this can't. is what happens on, on, on Law and Order anyway. Right? Like, you can try to say it. That doesn't mean it'll work. Yeah. That's why they have right? their own, like, psychiatrists. To examine yeah, you and to get their version of what they think. And and so, like, uh, it's, it, it, I mean, just, again, just because you can come up with an excuse doesn't mean it's even just, like, a like a legally viable run. Like, like is it even a realistic thing to say? You can be like, well, I was on Mars. Like, okay, you can try that, dude. But, like, we need proof you were at work, though. So do you have, like, a time card? <laughs> like, I thought it was in that's Minecraft. That's what's going to work. You know, like you're not going to be able to like just, it, you know, it's kind of like a little kid. Like, sure, you can invent that you saw elves raiding the cookie jar, but I don't know, bro. Like, you're the one with crumbs all over your fucking face, you know, <laughs> like. So, so, so a good attorney is going to say, nah, bro, that's not going to work. We're going to have to come up with something better. Right. So to cut to cut to the quick right this is what trump's attorneys should have done and the good ones aren't the ones being charged because they're the ones who are like no dude you lost this election you're you can't stay here you don't have to go home but you can't stay here right it's essentially <laughs> what his other attorneys told him but these assholes giuliani and eastman were like no wait but what if we did this instead but see that's yeah. the problem. So, They're attorneys. You're not supposed to do that, right? It's, you're, it's you're again, you saying capable to me, of, you have to. It's you as saying, well, 
Kathy, what if you as my attorney helped me hide the weapon? No, I can't do that. Yeah, you automatically, you're supposed to be in the back. The moment I do, I like I'm the one who has broken the attorney-client privilege, right? So you know how we were talking earlier about spousal privilege? And right. like that that's not like some magical get-out-of-jail-free card. card. All that means is that the district attorney and the law and order crew, they can't force my husband to testify about the balaclavas. They can't. They can't force him. Right. He can decide on his fucking own to do it, though. And I can't do shit about it, and that sucks. Um, I believe I can make objections. I can be like, oh, I told him that when we were married, and he really shouldn't have been telling him that. But you know what one of the ways out of that is? Hmm. They can divorce me. And so, like, if they really believe that I intentionally did some awful thing like steal the world's least expensive Monet mm -hmm. or actually committed a murder, they might be like, I, do I really want to stay with this person anyway? Wouldn't they divorce me? Wouldn't they say, hey, fuck this? I mean, and if, especially if they've made up their minds to actually testify against me in court, then a divorce is only a formality at that point, isn't it? In the movie version, we'd be like, we stole it for you. For art. Right? Yeah. For the love right, of the exactly. game. Yeah. But, see, but, but that's not how this works, right? Yeah. And again, even if they don't force them to testify, do they even need it? Because, in, again, in these scenarios, you're telling me Walmart doesn't have cameras of those purchases? That's what true crime television shows us. That That's why exactly why people can't get away with shit, because they all carry their cell phones with them. They incriminate themselves. They go to places where there's cameras. And you know where there's cameras? Literally everywhere now. Yeah. So you can't like Target knows you're shoplifting and they let you walk out the door. They just wait until you've accumulated enough money and then they arrest you because now you're on the hook for a felony. See, because if I come down here, remember what we were saying oh, about how yeah. much stealing? What's the stealing. difference between theft and see? Okay, we'll get there. So okay, cool. homicide. Yes. Uh, anyways, you, you see all of this shit keeps going. See? So defenses, insanity. Uh, proof of derangement short of insanity. I was deranged, but not insane. Uh, reduction, reduction, no reduction, expert evidence, uh, in voluntary intoxication. No voluntary. defense. Okay, well, that's an interesting, like, oh, I got drunk before I murdered this person. That's odd, but couldn't, yeah. <clears throat> Um, jury to determine effective intoxication, right? That says that that's not something the judge decides or that's not settled as a matter of law, that huh. it's the, so like, it, so for example, if I said that I took three shots of vodka versus maybe you saying that hmm. versus maybe, I don't know, the exact guy at the bar right now who's already had five shots. Hmm. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, you have, you know, it, 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 if you haven't had three shots in 800,000 years, then three is going to fuck you up. I'd be uh, I could maybe handle one and a half a of mess. them. So and, and be OK. I probably shouldn't have more than that. Three would probably make me like, yeah, I might get sick. Not be able to get up, actually. Yeah, yeah I'd be sick. Right. So um, but for some people, that three shots is nothing. Right. And so I guess they would. That would also depend on um, 
they would probably bring up character witnesses. How often do you see them drinking? Wow. And then, right, like, so I would come up and I'd be like, no, well, I know that Brian's been sober and that they don't really drink. So if their blood alcohol content was 0.16 or point a lot or whatever a lot is considered or whatever, I'd be like, no, I'm sure they'd be wasted because they don't drink that often. So that would totally fuck them up. I'm like, I'm surprised they weren't sick. You're telling me they also managed to murder someone? They weren't just vomiting <laughs> everywhere? That doesn't seem right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Right, but someone else who, like, maybe fucking can fucking take a whole fifth, I'd be like, oh, no, three, just yeah. three shots? Yeah. Just three? That's it? <laughs> Was something wrong with that? Right, so that's yeah. why the jury determines the effect of the intoxication because they're going... They, they can't really make a rule, right? So they... That's why they bring up character witnesses or they bring up like, oh, you're his doctor. And the doctor goes, yes, we the, we did a test of his liver. And it indicates that this person at least has been an alcoholic for 15 years consistently and blah, blah. You know, like we estimate in my medical opinion that three shots would render this person completely able to drive. Right. Or something. Yeah. They, they, the, that might be the kind of shit they do. Right. Especially if shit like murder is on the line. Right. If you're O.J. Simpson, right, and you're trying to say, oh, it's because I was drunk and I killed Nicole Brown Simpson because I was drunk, and that should be a reason I get five years knocked off. Yeah, you're going to try to bring in a doctor and an expert witness to say whatever the fuck you need to. But that's why the jury figures that out. Do they believe it? Now, is that the same? Would that be a micro jury, breakout jury? or the... Okay. The It same. wouldn't be something that they determine. They, they just, uh, that'd be part of what their homework is, essentially. The, so, so, okay. mm -hmm. so, so these are, these are, uh, there's different things that are decided. Things as a matter of fact and things as a matter of law. Those are actual phrases, okay? That, that, that I'm not just being cheeky. No, that's like a thing. Not, that's a okay. Like a thing. So things that are a matter of law are things that are here. Do, in order to prove intent, you have to prove X, Y, Z. That is a matter of law. Okay. A matter of fact is, was the light green or was the light red? That, that's a matter of fact. Like It doesn't mean that I know the answer. As a matter of fact, how we use it colloquially, it means... Because we don't actually know, we might actually ask the jury to determine that, and that is a matter of fact for the jury. Okay. Matters of law are presented to the judge. So the judge might say, what are the elements uh, I, of... It clicked now for me. I don't know why you said now. Now it clicked. Mm -hmm. So there's like interpretation of the process given to the experts. Interpretation of... The circumstances how drunk were they given to the people right okay that's completely yeah. clarified something i didn't yeah. even know i had a question on but now it makes sense like you split yeah no we'll see this, this is the subtlety each. of all of this bullshit who is so when we say something is a matter sense. of fact like we you and i say it colloquially you and i say it is a matter of fact that it is sunny outside right but that's that's an incorrect usage in, as far as lawyers are concerned, and they would probably be like, nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. Because what that means is that's something for a jury to determine. Give, so me, give me 12 people out there looking up and tell me if it's... I might say something like, it is a matter of fact that it is a lovely day outside. That's how maybe a lawyer would say it. It's like, that's for a jury to decide. And I don't know. I don't think I agree with that one. 
I'm gonna see pull see that the out. subtle difference? Isn't that weird? Completely. And this is what we miss out on not on, on like a, like that's that was like kind of my epiphany at law school was I felt like I was being introduced into like a jargon. I thought I was, it was like this is like what the Masons must feel like except for real, uh, and that's why I felt disgusting, Brian. I thought these people were slimy, disgusting bastards who use the fact that you and I use colloquial terminology so that they hide the difference between murder and manslaughter, and then that's why they can get people like Jeffrey Epstein off, or why they can get people like Trump off. This is why. Those are the people who give them money, right? Because you don't make any money representing the poor. You don't make representing. You don't make any money defending civil rights, right? You don't make any money defending tenants, right? You don't make any money defending single moms, right? You don't make any money doing malpractice suits unless you're representing the doctor or the insurance company. But if you're representing like just the fucking moron who lost a leg because the nurse forgot to mark the correct one with the sharpie yeah that person's fucked right so whatever right because that's not where the money is exactly right not exactly no, they might true. get something but that's not they're being used right their tragedy is being exploited by the insurance company and the lawyer for them to somehow make money too which i don't understand right yeah, so that's, that's why it's disgusting it and it's disgusting up and down um but that's that it was the language that really made me understand that that's why right so they define all of this shit and we get lost in all of it and and then we kind of forget what are we actually here to do well we're here you to know? decide how much time we're taking away from someone or how much money they need to repay to someone for doing something and whether or not they actually committed this crime, right? And because whether we or also not see what we're here so to many... look at actually happened. Yeah. And that this whole, I mean, that's really the, the, the something that I kind of just clicked for me as well is the entire, let's say someone is wrongfully accused and, the, you know, the occasions where that happens, right? Of a, a big or a small crime. There really is a lot of pressure. I mean, ostensibly there isn't for the judge he should be like at any point if there's a discovery of like a hole that would undermine the entire case itself it should mm -hmm. at any point be allowed to mm -hmm. deflate and fall apart and everyone just continues on their path of whatever their career was but like if you've spent a really long time and an amount of effort there has to be some pressure within not mm -hmm. maybe on a not one specific individual but as a community of individuals either in the prosecution or in, in the, the judge's perspective to make this worth something or make i mean how many while. true crime series are based on exactly that to, to right? the, that one the one with stephen avery is the one i think of the most probably right um where there's pressure to solve an awful murder and they're like well we don't like this guy anyway so it was probably him yeah but and it's it could like, have been well no but guy, he was but... just but he was just tr he was just quote unquote right trash right they, they didn't yeah. like him because he he like marched to the beat of his own drum but it wasn't because he was actually some weirdo creep who's going around killing people he was just he was just a weirdo in his own kind of generic way but he was he was like a harmless weirdo I'm, I'm gonna and then they doubled down on it even yeah hold on let me see Wait, can you? I don't know if you if I've ever asked this before, but can you break the news to me about whether or not that kid is still in jail? Is Brendan Dassey still in jail? Did they get him know. out? I don't know. I hope they got him out. He seemed like he would be an easier case to get sprung. 
because he was younger. And people, I don't know, we'll give him more of a chance, maybe. See if I find this. Yeah, oh. So many things. I've heard there's a lot of great sketches on that show, though. I've never like, oh my gone God. back and watched Yeah, we've been, a uh, lot of great we've writers, been watching apparently. events. Still. I have all the DVDs, so. Oh, sweet. Uh, I, I got. I, I think what I'm gonna do uh, to my friend Tim, who may, who's probably listening. Uh, they sent me their Plex credentials, and I've been Ooh. meaning to set them up. But I you know what? I think that. I really want to do. I think what I want to do is I want to send Tim all of my uh, hard drive media, and say, "Why oh. don't you just become the keeper of all of these things? Why don't you just?" I don't know how to do that shit anymore. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I give up, I think. But um, I have a lot of really difficult shit to find that I've realized now is uh, rare and out of print, mm. um, including uh, about six tens of Disney rarities. Oh. Okay. Including all of their World War II propaganda films. Ooh. I like that. My parents' house, I have a copy of The Song of the South. Wow. That's wow, that's wild. Anyway, um Yeah, so murder. I think we got as far as lawful justification or excuse and then we went down there to the uh annotations. But that's but that's essentially one of the one of the get out like one of the loopholes essentially so when when you hear someone say oh they got out because of a loophole no it's not a loophole it's written in the law it's written in yeah so it's not a loophole it, it's there it's right here i on guarantee the you there is not website. a loophole yeah <laughs> like yeah. yeah yeah um so it says murder in the first degree is the killing of one human being by another without lawful justification or excuse by any of the means with which death may be caused. So it does, So there what it's saying is it doesn't matter whether you used your fists or a knife or a gun or poison or pushed them off a cliff. All if it can cause things. death. Uh-huh. Right? So uh, if I threw a water balloon at you and it just so happened to hit you in just the kind the of... Five-finger the five-finger death punch. Yeah. yeah, like a five-finger... No, <laughs> that would... That's a tragic freak accident. Yeah. Right? That's a funny one. <laughs> but yeah. it's also tragic. Um, but that's what I mean. Like, th- this is where, like, the th- this is what they... The, you've also heard the phrase, this is the letter of the law? Yeah. Like, a term... This a, is a the letter of the law. I, you know... This is the literal letter of the law. For I her. love learning these things as much as it's like, God damn it someone's like done this again or like you know the law world has maybe not even on purpose no. but it just it seeps into language mm-hmm. and then it kind of they you keep using it and it really means something specific yeah. by any kind of willful deliberate and premeditated killing so willful is huge here willful means i meant to do it so i meant to point that gun at you brian I, it wasn't an accident i deliberately did that and, and now I, here's yeah. the other one. I didn't do it in a spur of the moment way. You've heard of the phrase crime of passion? Mm-hmm. Crime of passion means you did it in the moment. Because I like got red with 
craziness? Jealousy or something. Jealousy. Ah, that's a cooler okay. gun than mine. <laughs> hey, but premeditated is something a little bit different. Okay. Oh, right. Premeditated yeah. meant that you planned ahead. I knew you, you had went a cooler to Walmart. Gun, so I bought one to sh show off. Premeditated. I thought about it ahead of time. So this is what also they make a difference in murder shows between premeditated, murder of forethought, maybe you've heard that, um, versus no, crime of passion, me. spur of the moment, forethought. impulse killing, you may have even heard. Yes, it's I've heard that. not premeditated, right? Premeditated means you planned it. So impulse might be that I saw the letter opener at my office and just decided to pick it up and go on a killing spree. And mm. that's different than I went to the gun store, waited two months for my background check to clear, then purchased ammo, then came to my office space, then opened fire. That's premeditated. I planned it. I waited. I had plenty of time to like back out. This wasn't just, I lost my shit in the middle of my shift. Premeditated, huge for first degree murder, planned ahead, the worst kind. Like, uh, yeah, like all the the big time serial killers that have like a pattern. They're gonna do this and this and this mm -hmm. to like cover up their tracks, and they do it every time. And yeah, mm -hmm. or by any act greatly dangerous. Or like you're to a hitman, right? You're a hitman. Yeah. I have a strategy yeah, yeah, to take care of this ahead. guy and hide the tracks and yeah. hiding. Yeah, hiding tracks. Um, or by, uh, oh, in the commission of or attempt to commit any felony. So if I come up to you and say your money or your life and there's a struggle and then I shoot you, I am now in the first degree murder realm because I was also in the middle of committing a different crime. This is what is known as felony murder. Mm -hmm. This one's very mm -hmm. controversial. Oh, okay. Because it has also been applied to things like... Um, a bank robbery goes off without a hitch. Mm. Okay. The... So I'd just be stealing. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, bad. Yeah. Maybe even with a weapon. Like it's a bad work. crime, but it's different. Yeah. But nobody got hurt. Right. So you they, they exit the bank. Right. Police chase ensues. Mm -hmm. In the midst of the chase, the cars crash and an officer is killed. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's probably pretty... Because they were in the middle of committing a bank robbery, this would now be felony murder. Right. They didn't mean to kill him. But there's a they didn't mean the cars to crash. You created but a because scenario they were in... in which cops needed to chase you because you robbed a bank. That's right. So in that particular case, that might be felony murder. And it has been stretched and stretched and stretched and stretched to include a variety of things that are dis more and more distantly caused and that has also been very controversial in the realm of the law. And so the concept of felony murder, uh, among the more progressive attorneys, they're like, no, we need to get rid of it altogether. Because it just becomes a way of, like, tossing a bunch of extra shit when it's like... It seems like uh, there's a solution. Best practice actually says that cops shouldn't be chasing. Because now it's putting not just the cops and the person running, but now also the general public in greater general harm. So... It's back ass words. Yeah. They shouldn't be chasing. So let's eliminate that, right? So uh, this is where you start to get into law poisoning. 
Mm. Law poisoning tells you that felony murder is okay, but you're not imagining a different world in any way, shape, or form. You're imagining a world where it is necessary for the cops to chase people on the streets, and that's not, I don't think, ever necessary. Money from a bank? I don't give a shit. I just don't. Not for that. So I think line number two should be deleted altogether. I don't think that's murder. Right. And and there's no law that says that, and the law will have nothing to do with whether or not cops can chase. So, and that would be just a like an organizational choice, something within their cells. Yeah. Right. Counter argument might be: um, What if I was a burglar and I killed you during a home invasion? You're not a cop; you're just some guy. So now I'm also in the middle of committing that crime, but then I killed you because you surprised me or something. Mm. I mean. So it does start to get complicated, right? But yeah, um, but there must be even still, right? This is where stand your ground shit starts to come in, and why that becomes an exception and a and an allowable justification. That's essentially what stand your ground mm-hmm. is, right? That says, well, if I do catch a robber in the middle of robbing my house, I'm allowed to shoot him fucking dead. That's weird too, it is weird. right? Like I don't know. I should be like. Can you get the fuck out of my house, yo? It's not like you just have the green light to like go John Wick on this dude. Like that's what the law says, but like essentially by the way that it exists. But like, <laughs> is is that appropriate? How about mm-hmm. that? Is anyone asking that question at the legal level? By any act, greatly date, and then line three. By any act greatly dangerous to the lives of others, indicating a deprived mind, depraved mind, regardless of human life. So, this would be the shooting a shotgun in a mall situation. It's automatically, yeah. You know, it's greatly dangerous to the lives of others. You did it anyway. That's a greatly deprived mind that you are not regarding human life, right? So, if you did a willful, deliberate, and premeditated. So, again, here, the key word would be premeditated. You planned ahead. Or, um, if you did it while you were robbing a bank or committing any other such felony, say. again, bank is not specifically listed. I'm just giving it as the example for so that reason, normal humans you, can follow along. Yeah, but it's so funny too when you say like any felony. For some reason, the funniest felony always pops in my. What is like you know? Sorry. I mean, it could be like, oh, you were like poaching. You were poaching yeah. elk in the national forest and you shot a game officer by accident or something. But yeah. you were in the middle of committing a different crime. Doesn't matter. There you go. Murder. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there it is. Just like that. Um. Uh, or again, shooting a shotgun in the mall. Da- greatly dangerous. Right. And whoever does any of these kinds is guilty of murder in the first degree. And they are guilty of a capital felony. So what this means is that you can be put to death. Now, what's important here to know is that in New Mexico, the death penalty has been abolished. So that's like so even though the word capital felony is still here, the word capital, it doesn't really apply because we don't have the death penalty anymore. Okay. And but they're but, not going to go through and like remove this specifically because there's too much it, work. It's invalid. So yeah. Just, okay. On yeah, on its own. So I mean they. And there's probably a note that says that. Yeah. Somewhere I'm sure down there. Must. I'm sure they take yeah. at least that effort. Yeah, somewhere so down serious. over there. Yeah. And then it says, unless he is acting upon sufficient provocation. So here now sufficient provocation is going to be a disputable thing. So Brian, when 
is there sufficient provocation that you would be allowed to take out a gun and shoot me? You're pointing a gun at me? Maybe. At your kid? Someone next Something to like me. that? Yeah. Yeah. So unless he is acting upon sufficient provocation, sudden quarrel or in the heat of passion, sudden again, quarrel. premeditated versus heat of passion, a person who kills another human being without lawful justification or excuse commits murder in the second degree. If in performing the acts which cause the death, he knows that such acts create a strong probability of death or great bodily uh. harm to that individual or another. So even in the heat of passion, though, you're still guilty of murder, but it's not premeditated, which is the worst kind. Instead, you're guilty of murder in the second, which you should still fucking know better. Just because I lose my shit doesn't mean I can pick up my replica dagger, which is actually a letter opener, and go ape on my fucking office mates. Yes. I just can't. No. Right? Now. Here the other ones are, in performing the acts which cause the death, he knows that such acts create a strong probability of death or great bodily harm. So, if I'm going around stabbing people with my letter opener, I know that that's something which is like the great probability of death or great bodily harm. However, if the only thing that I do is um, I let off a stink bomb in the office and someone just happens to die from it okay there's actually Again, that's a really weird fucking hopefully tragic I remember that. there's a like story related. thing okay yeah. and it's gonna be like the talk of the company forever okay but that is not the kind of thing that creates a strong probability of death or great bodily harm that is simply a stupid prank Okay, and I know that's like a stupid example, but yeah, Heart, yeah. the har the harsh charges laid at you is people will be mad at you. Those will be, that's the pen, the punishment. People are gonna be real raw at you. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to say that, like, you know, put it in people terms. That's it. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 like. Yeah. <laughs> but like it makes sense that if I'm going around doing stabby, right? That, that's, that's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, this might include if I, um, let's say, um, put shellfish in the company picnic salad, and I know that someone oh. can have anaphylactic shock. You see, because if I know that that's the case, if I had received an email that said, hey, no shellfish in any of the dishes, and I decided to do it anyway, you may have heard shit like this. And, like, that might actually put that person at actual risk of death. Like I might you, get hit with a fucking this? murder charge. You had charge. knowledge that that would yeah. do that to them. Because I know that that will create great bodily harm. See, it, it doesn't have to just be, like, stabby, stabby. Okay? It could be anything that inflicts great bodily harm. That includes things like tampering with medication. Oh, um scary. Yeah. I mean, it's like but a that, thing that I haven't really... Yeah, it's like a... Yeah, but this People is why, it. like, nurses get charged with murder. Oh. Uh, this is now how oh, cops like are getting yeah. hit with chokehold murder charges. It's because they know that chokeholds create a strong probability of death or great bodily harm. So don't do chokeholds. Do different kinds of holds, because different kinds of holds will not create a strong probability of death or great bodily harm. 
See? Much like a nurse has specific knowledge mm -hmm. about medicines and how they should kill people if you give them the wrong That's ones. That's right. Yeah. So a nurse would be held to so this is so there's probably also specific laws governing nurses conduct around that so they would probably not only just get hit with murder charges they would just like in the trump indictment get hit with like bam 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 falsification of medical records and bam 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 unauthorized of access of pharmaceuticals and... and bam 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 right like all kinds of shit so this is this is how grand juries work and laws work and all of this shit so all of this gets argued by lawyers so if i put shellfish in the company picnic i might just say it was in small print and i didn't see it in the email and that's for a jury to decide right but you're gonna say no we've all been talked to about each we, we it was a whole thing we were also told about peanut allergens we had to go through an hr training and we all had to do it on that one day that we did the company retreat and i was partnered up with barbara and we were in the giraffe team yeah I'm wearing the shirt today from company picnic retreat 2021 we did it at zoom yeah, <laughs> taking a selfie with it. I remember stand. that. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's a picture here's of the me. Jam board here's the jamboard we worked us on together and giraffe team <laughs> shirts. Like really, just all the evidence is just all there. Yeah. And then the sign behind it says like, "Don't give her any shellfish." Like, no. <laughs> they're going like shellfish, and she's like, "No." That's oh, it's like all in the photo. Really, sorry, ma'am. Uh, I have this photo that has all the evidence. It's really, you're done for. No, really. So... <laughs> yes, sorry. Murder in the second is a lesser included offense of the crime of murder in the first. So if I get charged with murder in the first, it gets sent to a jury. They could decide if they don't think it was murder in the first, they could say, but we do think it's murder in the second. And so that's what a lesser included offense is. So that's just okay. kind of automatic. You always give the jury that out. I don't know. It was premeditated. That one was a little iffy. And when would they make that determination at the grand jury's part? No, at wait. the end, at end. The, at the end, end. At the end, end. So grand jury happens at the very beginning. That's just, can we even really have a trial? Okay. Do we really want to put all this effort in here? And they go, yeah. Yeah, we do. And then that's when that that's when the DA starts going up to to you and going, "All right, Brian. Well, look, I got I got to lay it all out on the table. Grand jury thought there was enough to indict, so let me tell you what this means. We're going to take this to trial. Hmm. And you're charged with murder in the first, and we have um, video of the purchases of the balaclava. We yeah. have the uh, six month waiting period to purchase this assault rifle. Oh my God. Um, we have. I didn't know um, we were armed in the theft. Yeah, oh, no, we, we have us murder. casing this museum yeah. for like a year ahead of time. Yeah. And, you know, we were two kids in a trench coat or whatever and, and we went in there <laughs> we and cased the joint so they can prove that we did this. And in the commission of this art heist, we killed the guard, right? Yeah. So if they Rest can prove we did all that shit, funky. right? There, so the DA essentially, and this is where Jack McCoy shows up and he goes, all right, think about this guy. <laughs> we go all the way with this. This offer's on the table once now, mm -hmm. never again. 
Because what they're actually saying is we don't actually want to spend all this money on all this shit because we're going to have to get experts. We're going to have to put the judges. We're going to have to get jurors. We're going to have to send out mailers. We're going to have to do all of this other bullshit. And ostensibly, he's saying, in my experience, this is how it's going to turn out. So you could basically look at this and maybe it's a little bit less than you would get if you went to trial and lost. There's a little bit of incentive. So look, if okay. you if if we take this to trial, this you know, and, uh, this table's only this offer's only on the table for the next twenty. Minutes. Giving you a discount on a guilty verdict for today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Bargain br bargain prices. Okay. But if we take this to trial and they find you guilty of murder in the first, then you're looking yeah. capital felony. <laughs> you can have your lawyer with that means. <laughs> I know you're just don't tell him in this state. Don't kid. tell him. We don't have the death penalty. Don't, 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 don't tell them. But it's a bluff. <laughs> yeah. That means you're facing the needle, yeah, man. Yeah, they're going to put it to you in 25x years when you want the maybe chair, they change the laws. The firing squad, your <laughs> choice, man. Sent into space. But it'll happen one way or another. That's what capital <laughs> felony means, man. Sent to Tannhauser's yeah, don't gate. Yeah, tell, don't tell them it's been revealed. That's exactly <laughs> what would happen, Brian. That is exactly what would happen. Okay. Yeah. And then you, with the fucking public defender who just got out of law school like yesterday, mm -hmm. and they weren't me. Sorry. <laughs> so, like, you'd be better off with me, a dropout. Sorry to tell everyone. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd take that. Would be like, oh, yeah, man, the needle. <laughs> they're gonna give it to you. He's like, yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, said, they, said it. they said it, so it has to be true. No capital felony. That means that means you're in prison in Santa Fe. That's yeah, what that means. It's a money crime. Did you steal money from someone? Like infamous. Yeah. So, Did like, not pay taxes. I mean, I can't. Capital gains is that relevant? Yeah, that? right. Which way? Really like confused. googling it. He's looking it up on his Lexus. It's Washington D.C. involved. I'm really. <laughs> He's spelling it T O L. Just Googling things. He doesn't even have Lexus Nexus. He's just like Googling money crimes. <laughs> money crimes. LLCs. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I uh, bet you that's probably what you're working with. Yeah. Manslaughter. Unlawful oh. killing of a human being without malice. Okay, so that's... Without malice. So this oh. would be like a drunk driver. A drunk driver. You didn't. You weren't doing it because you hated that person. You weren't doing it in a crime of passion. Yeah. Uh, you did accidentally fucking kill a guy. Generally, oh, wait, hold on a second, real quick. Oh, yeah. Let me. Um. I'll hit the. To the town of our free rode a stranger one fine day. Hardly spoke to folks around him. Didn't have too much to say. No one dared to ask his business, no one dared to make a slip The stranger there among them had a big iron on his hip Big iron on his hip It was early in the morning when he rode into the town He came riding from the south side, slowly looking all around He's an outlaw loose and running, came the whisper from each lip And he's here to do some business with a big iron on his hip Big iron on his hip In this town there lived an outlaw by the name of Texas Red 
Many men had tried to take him and that many men were dead He was vicious and a killer though you the 24 and the notches <coughs> on his pistol yeah, numbered one Let's play the song. There we go. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Oh no, uh so uh the hubs I, I've been I've been trying to come up with cringier and cringier terms for him. So uh, yes, the I hubs like, is like currently it. the the cringier uh, the better because it, it's great. Currently getting off of work because it oh, turns good. out water main got shut off. <laughs> Classic move. So I like to drive down the street, open a manhole, turn the big crank. It turns off <laughs> yeah, the water so for the whole block where that, that exists. Yeah. Cool. Kids okay. were sent home, so uh I'll remember that. And then after the kids were sent home, the principal was like, "Well, if you guys want to go home, I guess you guys can, because there's like no water here. So I guess you guys are gonna have to pee at some point. So you won't go home." And Tyler yeah, we was have like, hundreds yeah, of people home. in this building that need to pee at some point, and we can't. So, so just go home. Yeah. Just whatever. So he's coming home, probably okay. in like twenty, thirty minutes. Okay, perfect. He's gonna go to the store. Perfect. It'll be fine. So, uh, we'll be able to get through man manslaughter here okay. in, in this time. So perfect. Okay. Okay. So no malice. So again, this the drunk driver would fall into this category. A voluntary manslaughter consists of manslaughter oh. committed upon a sudden quarrel or in the heat uh, of passion. You were now. Yeah. Yeah. Explain See, this what is different true crime than... scenario is that? Yeah. So let's look at this one. So this one is um, uh, this is without the sufficient provocation unless he is acting upon sufficient provocation uh, upon quarrel in the sufficient heat of passion. Okay? So unless he is a person who kills another human being without lawful justification a second oh. In performing the acts, so this is so so this is still manslaughter. It's a breakout. It's like yeah, this one down here is that I'm doing something that would cause the like create strong probability of harm, mm. right? So this would be the seafood in the uh, uh this would be the seafood, <laughs> seafood in, in the, the in the salad, mm. right? Um. Uh, it probably premeditated um and um it may not be like uh, like i didn't kill the person right um and i didn't open fire in the mall but it did create a strong probability of death so the heat of passion comes down to uh manslaughter as does drunk driving so voluntary is the like uh i picked up the knife and started stabbing my coworkers on but that's voluntary like you still could have stopped yourself yeah you involuntary can't, you can't poison someone in the heat of passion i don't mm -hmm. think <laughs> unless mm -hmm. you get real creative i don't yeah yeah i'm, I'm seeing involuntary manslaughter that's the drunk driver specifically so manslaughter is then broken down into voluntary and involuntary Okay. So stabby stabby with my coworkers voluntary. Hitting someone with a car. Unlawful manner without due caution and circumspection. So that's the drunk driver. You really should have known better. You weren't trying to kill anyone though. But either way, um, so uh, manslaughter, voluntary, third degree felony. 
so manslaughter, like... involuntary, fourth degree felony. And so those degrees usually indicate a range of years and punishments that you can endure. Fines, community service, uh, jail time, right? Those those types of things might be defined by the degree. Um, whether or not you have to pay restitution, limits on rent restitution, how much do you pay back? Do you owe it to the state? Do you owe it to the families? Uh, all of that shit might be defined by the degree. I, I don't know. Again, I'm not. I never became a full-on lawyer, so you know who who knows. But yeah, those might be the kinds of things that are defined by that. Um. So that's murder. That's really interesting. That um, it's some level at the bottom, the bottomest, the well, that's not the word, the bottommost tier of that is basically like you're such a pitiable asshole. This still falls into the category of murder in some category. So mm -hmm. that's where you get for life now. Yeah. Yeah. Like because you hit that person with your car because you, when you're drunk and you should know better. And yeah. You should know better. But you still get that that you know title for life. Mm -hmm. you know? Right. Um, assisting suicide is here in the homicide section. Assisting suicide consists of deliberately aiding another in the taking of the person's own life, oh. unless the person aiding another in the taking oh. of the person's own life is a person acting in accordance with the provisions of the End of Life Options Act. That's a so. If I'm a medical doctor, oh, 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 and oh. you and I, your doctor, you and I, health practitioner and patient, in accordance with the provisions of the End of Life Options Act, mm -hmm. proceed with your assisted suicide, we're Gucci. I think the last thing I said was something like, well, it's one thing if we're doctor and patient, but it is another if it's just like me and you, and I just hand you poison or a gun or something. You know, that's very different, I think, in the yeah. whole assisting suicide. And so that's the distinction they're making here. And New Mexico is very progressive. So we actually do have assisted suicide allowed in state. But there are, I mean, without going to Chapter 24, Article 7C. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to pull that, pull that puppy out. I'm going to crack that one and be like, hmm. Was Kevorkian in the state at the time? Is that Have excusable you homicide? Oh, oh, oh! So lawful, so like okay. Mm -hmm. I see. When U.S. Marshal homicide Raylan is Gibbons excusable is <laughs> in the following cases. Yeah. When committed by accident or misfortune, in doing any lawful act by lawful means. Yes. With usual and ordinary caution and without any unlawful intent. So remember I said, like, what if I, like, hit you in the head with, like, a water balloon? Yeah. Okay. True Um, You could probably classify that as assault, but I think most people would agree that that's a bit of a stretch. Assault would be, like, if I deliberately hit you in the head with a baseball bat, right? That's not ordinary. I would expect that to cause injury, right? Smacking somebody with a water balloon, I really wouldn't expect to cause injury. I might think it's like a silly prank. It may be ill-advised, but it would be a stretch to call it assault, even if by definition it actually is. I touched you with a foreign object, right? But 
I don't know. I, I, I didn't have any unlawful intent. I wasn't trying to hurt you with it. I was just trying to have fun on a picnic. And I think you, can, you could even argue it, it's designed to be like a non-harmful. Right. It's like if I, it's like it's one thing if I tossed a beanbag at you, and it's another one if I actually <laughs> used a fucking beanbag gun like the cops have. Yeah. Right? Those are two completely separate things. Like, a Nerf gun is different than a potato gun, even. Yes. Right? Well, like, or a BB gun. Like, a BB gun will cause damage, but a Nerf gun is literally a sponge. A water gun is one thing. A water gun filled with bleach is also different. There you go. Yeah. Right? So um, that would not be ordinary caution. That's not what I would ordinarily be using a water gun for. I wouldn't be filling it with bleach or hydrochloric acid. I would normally, in ordinary caution, maybe toss a water balloon at you. Yes. Um, so <laughs> I'll be looking if that you. happened because it's accident and misfortune, <laughs> ordinary caution, no law, uh, no unlawful intent, tragic accident, not a homicide, or when committed by accident or misfortune in the heat of passion upon any sudden and sufficient provocation or upon a sudden combat, if no undue advantage is taken or any dangerous weapon used and the killing is not done in a cruel or unusual manner. And the killing is not done in a cruel or unusual manner. Well, that's kind of like a How do you sudden like combat. Oh, that's kind of a accident or misfortune in the heat of passion. What would qualify as sudden combat, whereas it's not one of the other heat of passion? He, I feel like sudden combat is like nested. Um, well, let's think about combat. that. Sudden combat. What might what might you and I entail? As opposed to um, you and I see a bar fight. Oh, and we get And involved? it's unrelated to us. Um, but you as a hero, I as a hero, jump in yes. Kathy, into the sudden the cons c combat and in an attempt to take down one of the aggressors, I punch him in the head and it kills him. <laughs> With your kung fu talents. Like it was an accident. I was acting in the heat of passion. Mm -hmm. It was a sudden and sufficient provocation. It was a sudden combat. I did not have any undue advantage. I didn't use a wine bottle. And I didn't do it in a cruel and unusual manner. I was kind of doing it like, get off of that guy. And you and didn't I have just, time to I just happened to have a Hulk arm. Lethal weapons. Yeah. yeah just, <laughs> I didn't know I had it in me. I guess it was the adrenaline, Your Honor. <laughs> I guess they're I registered get... in many states. The, the lethal in weapons. this incredibly <laughs> unlikely hypothetical situation that you and I clearly had to invent and stretch, that mm -hmm. would be an excusable homicide. Yeah, it's it's a very funny category. Or funny, but it's a very odd category. Um... Justifiable homicide by public officer or public employee. This is now where we're getting into the cops. When it's committed by a public officer or public employee. Or by those acting in their command and their okay. aid and assistance. Um, in obedience to any judgment of a competent court. So if I'm pulling you over. Homicide is justifiable. Um, in obe Oh, in obedience to any judgment. Oh, if I'm trying to arrest you. That's what that means. Okay, in obedience. Uh, when, okay. And you don't want to go. When necessarily committed in overcoming actual resistance to the execution of... So, oh, if you're resisting arrest. 
when necessarily committed in retaking felons who have been re escaped felons. So like yeah, U.S. Marshals from justice. Or mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, committed in order to prevent the escape of a felon from any place of law. So if you're in jail and you're trying to escape, I can shoot you. For the purpose yeah. of this section, homicide is necessarily committed when a public officer or employee has probable cause to believe he or another is threatened with serious harm or deadly force, performing his lawful duties. So this is what they call a qualified immunity. That's what this is. This qualified. is what allows cops to not get arrested. And they have to prove it in each case. They have to, like, their defense will have to be like, this is why they're legally protected. Or, well, arresting know, officer to use the best judgment. Use of force necessary in making arrests. Yeah, yeah, the danger of the suspect. Use of deadly force. Reasonableness is a jury question. Self-defense is authorized. Duty not to retreat. Uh, instruction appropriate. Justifiable homicide by citizen. Oh, does that get it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So me and you, when can you and I kill someone? <sighs> Ordinary people. Well, defense of my life, yes. my family, or my property. I defend Necessarily defending unlawful action directed at himself, wife, or family. So notice, I can defend my wife. <laughs> my wife... <laughs> When committed in the, the his ways. wife is actually literally in this, <laughs> enacted in 1963. By the way, you'll see it says enacted by laws in 1963. Committed in the lawful. A defense. woman commit murder? What are you crazy? That's like basically whoever wrote that was like thinking. <laughs> it's anyway. Sorry. Um. If so, if you and I saw the bar fight. And I thought that that guy was going to escalate and maybe kill someone. I could jump in, and that's justifiable too. Eminent danger. Defense of myself or another. Um, committed in attempting to apprehend any person for any felony committed in his presence Wait. or lawfully suppressing oh. any riot. So if you and I saw somebody robbing a bank and you and I wanted to shoot them dead, I guess you and I could. Oh, and we attempted to apprehend them. And then they didn't want to go. I guess I could shoot. That is a very, uh, well, I mean, no one again, would ever like, even know that that's a fucking. Would you and I want to do, I wouldn't want to do that. No. I, I don't know any, I, I feel like You're anybody that wants your to do that is a weird safety sicko. To protect bank money? Yeah. yeah like why? Like, You're not actually Batman. My... But does that, wait, does that protect like some kind of weird vigilante activity? <laughs> like, I guess here the word is necessarily committed. You'd... Or necessarily committed in attempting by Nece lawful. Is it I'm a business oh, owner? Oh, you can't just be like someone walking down the street. You have to be like a security guard. Well, either way. Maybe. Yeah, it might be some shit like that. I, I mean, but I guess that's what all this shit's for. Yeah. Well, there's right? a lot of Fred, her went home. There's a lot of notes yeah. below this, this section. Yeah. When homicide is excusable or justifiable, the defendant is to be acquitted. So this is a matter of law. If if the judge if if we if we establish that the homicide is excusable or justifiable, must be acquitted. Done. Period. Cannot cannot be otherwise. Jury like this is this is what we say is a dis things are decided as a matter of law. Like there's no exception to this. It just is. It's a complete defense done murderer may not profit from wrongdoing public policy so um I, if i if i murder someone i can't 
collect their law uh, their their life insurance that's what that means i can't oh, profit from oh that okay money. okay well that would yeah need to be i can't law. collect their pension yeah um if i was supposed to get um if i if i killed my parents and i'm supposed to inherit things not anymore right that needs to be a law and not just like a private court yeah decision mm -hmm. yeah that mm -hmm. see that that makes it just happens that needs to be mm -hmm. like a law you know, a yeah cr a crime. because the idea is is that like uh like a what's what i guess it's not just that right but it's also like uh not only should no one else have to argue it right like it's not like your sibling should inter like then have to step in right yeah and be like no way happened. it should right but it's also meant to deter right i would yes <laughs> the idea is is that if you're set to inherit then your ass just needs to wait and that's a lot of classic because if you don't wait and you get caught you're not gonna get to keep it anyway. Yeah, you may as well just wait. That's a pretty functional right? that's a law. That's essentially what they're telling people. Here, if you think you're gonna murder and inherit, no, you're not. Not if you get caught. Not if you get caught. It's really funny. And what has true crime taught us? Are we gonna get caught? The answer is yes. yes. The Every answer is time. Yes, you will get caught. Every single they, time. They like to catch so much. They catch people who have nothing to do with yeah, shit. Yeah, they, how much they're like catching catch. people they just kind of chilling out. People who had shit to do with shit. So, and if they yeah, don't so get the person the they want, hole. they're going to get you doing it. Get you doing it for someone else. Wow. False yeah. statements. Conspiracy to commit impersonating a public officer. So. You got me, not the balaclava. You got me the fake badge. Forgery in the first degree. This is probably of a very specific type of document. First degree, I'm probably something like a passport. Yeah? As that opposed would to sound just any, like, I like a, a passport to prove I'm Rudy Giuliani or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Conspiracy to commit forgery. So uh, get me the ink that I need to be able to make this special... Thing. So that could be even if Give you're me a telling fake the truth. Notary seal. I really am Rudy Giuliani. This really is an official notary seal, but I'm using it in the commission of a crime. So then it becomes a crime. False statements, writings, conspiracy to commit false statements and writings, criminal attempt to commit filing fa false documents. Yeah. So it's one thing to create a false document, it's another thing also to present it to the court oh, this as is real. real. Yeah. Conspiracy to commit filing face doc, uh, false documents. Hey, help me get this to the court. Forgery in the first degree again. Conspiracy to commit forgery, false statements. Conspiracy to commit false statements. Criminal attempt to commit influence, influencing witnesses. Oh, hey, don't tell real, anyone. That's an obvious crime. That should they, mm -hmm. anyone who has done that. Uh, solicitate, yeah, those are repeats, repeats, false statements, false statements, false statements. This means that it's also a variety of different false statements and writings, right? And this means that of... this is one type of document. Number 26 is one type of document. Number 25 is another type of document, but they're all fake. So it's a lot of fake documents. Wow. Filing fake documents, solicitation of, yeah, those repeat, repeat, conspiracy, influence, yeah. Conspiracy. conspiracy to commit election fraud twice, conspiracy to commit computer theft, commit computer, computer trespass. computer theft like hacking? Computer theft might literally be I stole <laughs> I took a laptop. Commit computer trespass means I hacked in. 
commit computer or used a password I shouldn't have. Committee conspiracy to commit computer invasion of privacy. So I looked in your files. I didn't just get in. Then I started poking around. Mm. Conspiracy to like at that point I should go. Hey, wait, this isn't my desktop. I should log out. You've betrayed an extra layer of. Uh, crime. Yeah. Um, conspiracy to commit computer invasion <laughs> of privacy. Hey, help me hide the history. Conspiracy to defraud the state. No idea what that one might be. Solicit <laughs> false statements, false statements, and then finally perjury. So that yeah, it's gonna defrauding be the state kind of seems like the entire thing. <laughs> Honestly, it's like what the, it was for. Okay, so this is the last thing I'm gonna yes, show you. This is perfect. I love this. We're going out. In a I believe it's this one. Entertained with that. So this looks like the entire yeah, episode, but... Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the show. I'm Ben Stiller, and uh, our special guest this week is Dennis Miller. Dennis. Hey, Ben. Thanks for doing wow. the show. Thanks for having me here in the Valley of the Handheld. I'd like to... Uh, How's Dennis Miller doing these days? Is he still you. kicking? Is he still actually. Yeah, here it is. Good. We'll find out Tonight, we'll add two more names to the list of people who we think are up to something, but we're not sure what it is. The list of America's most suspicious. Good evening from Washington, D.C. It's Sunday, February 18th, and I'm Danny Bonaducci. You know, between you and me, this world is crawling with weirdos, people involved in strange activities. You know the kind. Well, at America's Most Suspicious, it's our job to find these freaks and get them put away. To date, your tips have led to the arrest of 86 people with no convictions. <laughs> At the top of tonight's news, the case of Ed Janik. According to Mr. Janik's neighbors, the Gradshaws, Mr. Janik's a real Looney Tune. Well, it all started when Laura was out tending her spice garden. I was working with the dill when all of a sudden something caught my eye. It was Mr. Janik naked running from his garage to his home. And then I heard this really odd music, something like a tuba. A tuba or a French horn, we don't know. Right. And all of a sudden, he appears in the window in a tuxedo, and he was singing opera. Tell him about the chicken and the fish. He's holding poultry and a fish and singing to them, and then repeatedly striking them and just throws them to the ground. And then he starts taking pictures of me. She came in the house crying. I grabbed a golf club and ran over to Janik's house. Open this door! <laughs> knock, 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 let me in! What is going on out here? I want to know what the hell you think you're up to, mister! What are you talking about? What are you up to? I have been in the basement all day working on pottery. Pottery? What about the naked running and the fish singing and the opera? And You're I, a lunatic. You're freaking listen, us out. Listen, I have something in the kiln. In killed? What is he making? What is he up to? That's what we'd like to know. The police said he hadn't done anything illegal. I guess freaking your neighbors out is legal. <laughs> Calm down. Angenic, if you're watching this and you want to admit to something, Call us. Try to explain what's going on in that fruity little head of yours. Good luck. Now an update. Van Olander, that strange old bird who never cut his lawn, well, he finally showed his stripes. He tried to rob a bank. <laughs> well, we forwarded Van's file over to America's Most Wanted. Finally, 
Please keep your eyes peeled for the O'Connors. They're a pair of first-class weirdos who have their whole neighborhood freaked out. It is very unsettling. They just sit in that car for hours listening to square dance music. What are they up to? We're surrounded by freaks. Why won't the police do anything? Say the prayer. God grant me the wisdom to accept change the, the things I can't. Until next week, this is Danny Bonaducci for America's Most Suspicious saying, when you smell a rat, call us. We want to smell it too. Good night. You need to go watch all of these episodes. Yeah, this must here. predate Mr. Show then, I, I figure. And he was so. like a writer on it, maybe? Um, uh, David Cross will show up in oh, some of these skits. Okay. Um, it is after uh, Bob Odenkirk has been a writer for SNL. Okay. Okay. So in the Bob Odenkirk timeline, which, um, you know, I just happen to know offhandedly all yeah. the time for some reason. He's my you know? central plot line through <laughs> comedy and you know, I'm 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 not saying that Bob Bodenkirk. If you're listening, please, please stay away from me. I don't want to ruin my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Bodenkirk, I love you, and I think you're probably the greatest creative of the, our generation. If you'd like to know me, I'd love to know you. <laughs> this window has closed, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> if you had acted before, said like like a certain date in July, it would have been fine, but. Now it's just off limits, so I'm so sorry. Just <laughs> no one is sadder about this development than than you, I'm sure. Bob Odenkirk, if you're out there. I'd love to talk to you about your book, which I've talked about on the show. <laughs> yeah, that just... That's where I'll start. And then who knows where it goes. I'm going to go to church now. <laughs> <laughs> What were we just talking about? Um, criminal criminal offenses. offenses. That's right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah. Attorneys no, also a section in there. Too. Yeah. No, really. I mean, attorneys. You know. Uniform so, uh, code. Yeah. You know, take some take some time learn learn about all these things. As I always oh, wow. tell everyone, there's a lot you know, of categories have, in there. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to learn about New Mexico, right? Like I always tell everyone, we all have our own city council to keep in line. So. Go home. Yes. Look up where you live. That's right. Look up your city code. Yes. Look up your county code. Look up the state you live in. Uh, understand how people are using these things to basically pull the wool over your eyes, essentially, and all the time. And I feel like that's that that's the real lesson here. Uh, when we try to read through these fucking documents about what does sedition mean and uh, what's the definition of is and is and uh, well, what crime gets persecuted and followed and what gets ignored. I mean. You know, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, in the John Eastman, oh yeah, uh, they actually <laughs> say the words "call me queer" in print, which I find kind of awesome. <laughs> I yeah. want to say that. Struck by language. Wow. To to yeah, you know, the the most noble of institutions, the Fifth Estate, to the press, and to the commie queers who appear in print. So <laughs> here's that. Incredible. Brian, um, I hope you enjoy the rest of your Friday. Oh, we had a song lined up that you picked at the beginning to play at oh, the yes. end. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you. Uh-huh. 
And there was one thing I was thinking as we were looking at that. And have you ever spent the night in jail? Well, I have. Have you ever spent the night in jail? Well, I have. Have you ever ate that refried food? Yeah, you got so sick you don't know what to do. Have you ever spent the night in jail? Well, I Stay out of jail, everyone. Yeah. Don't talk um, to the fucking police. Yeah. And you should only know one word. Lawyer. Yeah, and... Uh, a shitty lawyer is better than no lawyer. Don't, don't, really, uh, don't really worry about what they're doing in Washington. Uh, go, go yell at your city council about streetlights and stuff. That's more important. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Go, yeah, really, they need <laughs> to be yelled at about shit like that. Yeah, they're always the wrong color. It's weird. They're <laughs> like... Seven different colors and not the same color. My my complaint would just be pick one. That's all. On the same street, even. I, I, w- like, I would like a variety of colors. I would like rainbows. Just anyway. for uh, yeah, that would be cool. Uh, it, it's, it said it's seven different tones of white, and and that's that. Yeah. All right, everyone. All right, everyone. Enjoy your yes. Friday, please. And um and I'm gonna hit their stop button right here. Goodbye. Bye. Retired President Obama with the Chaos Emeralds. All right, folks. This is your retired commander-in-chief and holder of the Chaos Emeralds, Barack Obama. Brian and Kathy have taken you on quite the journey today, navigating the complexities of justice and the human spirit. As we grapple with these weighty issues, it's essential to find moments of levity. Which reminds me, I wanted to give a quick shout-out to my new book, Not Bad, Tales of Presidential Mix-Ups and Misadventures. Dive into the time I accidentally wore Michelle's socks to a state dinner or when I mistook the British Prime Minister's cat for a spy gadget. These stories and more will give you a chuckle and just maybe 
a glimpse into the lighter side of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. As we sign off from this episode, remember, the journey is just as vital as the destination. And sometimes it's okay to take a detour, especially if it leads you to a laugh or two. Stay tuned for the next episode. It promises to be a roller coaster. And always remember, with the Chaos Emeralds by your side, anything's possible. Thanks for tuning in, and take care. The iconic sound of Chaos Emeralds shimmering softly echoes, transitioning listeners to a state of eager anticipation for the next episode.